Hey love, what is up? Welcome to the show. I'm so excited. If you are new here, welcome. So grateful that you're here. If you are not new here and you are a returning listener, I first off just want to say thank you. I took a bit of a break, um, had some pieces of my life that I needed to prioritize and shift around, and so I have not been sharing episodes since about April. So I'm so excited to be back and just wanted to say again, thank you for being here. Thank you for your grace and flexibility in that I have not been sharing much content and I'm so excited just to be back at it and to start sharing with you again. I have so many exciting things planned for this podcast, for YouTube videos that I'll be uploading, and then I also have some amazing plans that are going to be coming up related to tools that you can use at home, i.e. I'm working on a journal for you, as well as some amazing t-shirts and other really cool things. So I'm super, super excited and so glad that you're here. So a little bit about me before we dive in to our topic today, which is embracing self-doubt, is um, I just wanted to share who I am in case we haven't met or connected anywhere. My name is Devani. I have my Master of Social Work. I've been in the mental health field for over five years, and really my intention with this show and with any content that I'm sharing, however, these days I am mostly showing up here. I will be starting to show up on YouTube. I do not spend a lot of time on Instagram, um, and definitely via email. So if you're part of my email community, I will definitely be sharing the love over there, focusing on these few places, but much less on social media. So the intention with everything that I share with you is really to share with you really practical, approachable ways that you can grow and live well. So that's like the overarching idea. A lot of what you're going to hear is going to be um, based or centered around either faith and or psychology, given that those are things that I'm very passionate about. And I don't think there's a lot of sources where those things intersect and cross over. So I'm super excited just to be taking that approach and sharing these things with you. Again, want to make these things feel really approachable and practical because There are so many areas or sources for us to get inspired and motivated and pumped, but I think that a lot of times it's kind of like, okay, well, how do I actually start? Like, what can I actually do today to start to make this happen? So that's something that you will absolutely be hearing and seeing a lot of in the content that I'm sharing is just, I want it to feel so approachable and doable and don't want it to feel overwhelming um, and always leaving you with something practical that you can walk away with so that you can really start taking these small steps to create the change in your life that you're hoping for and really to improve your well-being and to start creating a life that really genuinely feels fulfilling to you because isn't that that's what we're here for, right? Is to create a life that genuinely feels fulfilling to you um, in a way that really aligns with your faith, the calling that you have on your life, and just to live well. So all of those pieces, that's what I'm here to support you in. So I'm so grateful that you're here. So let's go ahead and just dive on in. And a fun side note that I'm recovering from a cold. If you cannot... <laughs> I'm sure you can tell my voice. And I actually have recorded this episode two times. 
Third time is going to be a charm. Please don't ask me why I've now had to record it three times. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but it's fine. I'm getting back into the swing, re-acclimating to the technology and getting into the workflow. And it's a process, right? So being compassionate and flexible with myself, recording <laughs> this third time. And so excited to share this with you. So what we're talking about today is this idea of embracing self doubt. And really where this is coming from is periodically I ask you, hey, what do you need support with? How can I support you? What are you struggling with? What do you want to create more of in your life? What do you want to feel more of in your life? And as I was looking through all of this, you know, all these amazing things that you have shared with me, I kept coming across the theme of just feeling more confident in who you are, feeling more confident in the choices that you're making, and also feeling more confident in the work that you're sharing with the world. And so what I really want to talk to you about today is what to do if you're feeling that. So if you are genuinely in a space where you're like really feeling that self-doubt or self-criticism is just really... (laughs) becoming too much of a theme that you're experiencing. Maybe you feel like your self-talk has gotten more critical. Maybe you feel like you're doubting yourself and questioning yourself more than ever. Whatever that looks like for you, this episode is absolutely, I I hope, going to be helpful for you. So that's who this is for. And really, the women that I'm speaking to, and I'm sure if you're here listening to this, this is you, is this show and everything that I'm sharing is especially for women who have these huge, amazing hearts, who are always giving, always serving, but then are struggling to prioritize their own well-being, their own goals, right? These areas of their lives, their self-compassion, their self-confidence, taking consistent action towards their own goals. So really, if that is you, this is absolutely going to be for you because that is the woman that I'm speaking to. And I'm sure that that's you if you're here. So what I want to first question is... How much are you striving to feel more confident? Because what can happen sometimes, and I would, I, would, I would challenge you to ask yourself, am I striving too much for confidence? And when I say too much, what I mean by that is I think it's so easy for us to create these idols or create these things that we are then focusing too much energy on that then actually end up distracting us from what we need to be doing. And so what I would challenge you to ask yourself is, am I focusing too much on this lack of confidence that I have? Am I focusing too much on that? And in this, we're going to talk about other areas that we can focus on and things that you can really start to practically do that will help with this. But I have found this and this is just me being transparent, I have found in my life, I have to continually ask myself, like, what am I prioritizing over my faith and over my service and over my contributions? Like, what am I actually, am I, am I inappropriately prioritizing things? And that could be an idea, that could be money, that could be your business, that could be, right, like, what is it? What is it? And is that 
this striving for, oh, I need to feel confident 100% of the time. I just don't have that. And it's that sense of lack. So I want to ask you first off, is this something that you feel like maybe you have really put on this pedestal that is actually not helping you? And of course, I am not saying that confidence is a bad thing. We'll go into this. But I want to ask you, is this something that you are possibly just prioritizing so much on that you're so fixated on that we need to just kind of pull back a little bit and see how we can reprioritize because there are other things that we can do that will help us grow our confidence instead of us just focusing so much on, oh, I don't feel confident enough or what we're lacking. So some things that I would challenge you to focus on. So these are pieces that you can start practicing to really grow in your feelings of embracing who you are, feeling grounded in who you are, and really your relationship with self-doubt. And that's so much of what you'll hear is these relationships that we have with ourselves, with our self-doubt. Like how do we deal with these things in a way that feels really helpful and in a way that's actually going to help you take action in your life. So number one would be embracing that self-doubt exists and that it will continue to come up. I think so many of us have this hope or expectation, whether conscious or subconscious, that that we can get rid of our self-doubt, right? That we can get rid of questioning ourselves or doubting ourselves or... So really, what would it feel like? What would it allow for you if you embraced that self-doubt is going to come up, that it's going to be something that we experience. And absolutely, as you are growing, as you are prioritizing your well-being, as you are creating a healthier relationship with yourself, yes, self-doubt will come up less, right? Self-criticism will come up less. Like absolutely these stressful things that are happening within us will hopefully happen less, but they will still come up. So what would it look like or feel like or even imagine in this moment, like if I just embrace that self-doubt is just part of life and that I will continue to experience it, what would that allow for me? How does that feel? Like even just how does that feel as you say that out loud? I embrace self-doubt. It's okay. I'm going to experience it. I allow it. What does that feel like for you? Like does that feel more expansive And I want to share this visual that I love. And I think I heard it, I can't remember if I heard it in an ACT, which is Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, which is an amazing, amazing approach to life, to well-being, to healing, all of these things. Um, And I'm going to be talking so much more about on this show. But I can't remember where I heard it. But it's this visual of pushing a beach ball under the surface of the water. What happens when we are pushing things underneath, when we're fighting it? What's happening when we feel self-doubt, right? Or we have a self-doubting thought and then we shove it away, we ignore it, we try to push it away, we try to fight it. What happens? What happens and what does that feel like? For me, I know it feels very constricting. It feels really stressful. And so often what happens is it's not just this feeling or this experience of self-doubt that creates the stress. It's not just that. It's then how we handle it, right? Like it's then how we 
handle it. And there's this equation that I love. Um, and I think this came from like trying to remember where I'm hearing all these things because I just want to share that with you. I think it was Mindful Self-Compassion by doctors Christopher Germer and Kristen Neff. Incredible, incredible content. And what they say is that pain times resistance equals suffering. So it's not just the pain. It's not just that moment of self-doubt. It's not just that. It's then how we handle it. Are we handling it by resisting it, pushing it away, feeling shame about it, feeling guilt about it? That, right, that in combination with it is then what creates our level of suffering. And that's what's so incredible is that as we embrace that self-doubt is a part of life and will continue to come up, we can choose how we respond to it And even just in that, we have control over how we respond to these feelings and emotions and situations and experiences. We can choose how we handle it, which then impacts our level of suffering, either how little or how much. So we have control in this, which is amazing. So focusing on how can we embrace that self-doubt exists and it will continue to come up. And I just want to guarantee for you, and it's it, it can feel frustrating that this is a guarantee, but it's like we're human, right? We're human. We're going to have difficult moments. We're going to experience self-doubt. Like how can we just embrace that this is our human experience and how can we let that liberate us and say, okay, this is going to happen, but I am going to choose how I respond to it. I'm going to respond to these moments with self-compassion, with grace, with these amazing practices or tools that I'm learning, right? Whether that's in therapy or from just the vast amount of knowledge that we have available online, like however we're doing that and I can choose how little or how much those things impact me. Okay. And again, the guarantee that I want to share with you is that especially if you are a If you're a woman who is super ambitious and you feel that there are these incredible things that God has called you to do, is calling you to do, you will feel self-doubt. You just will, right? Like I think about all the things that God has put on my heart that I want to and believe he's going to do through me throughout my life. I 100% doubt, <laughs> like, and I know that even in these moments, even getting on and recording this first podcast episode for you guys after however long, like, like we're human. These moments, these thoughts, these experiences are going to happen. It's how we choose to respond to them, how we treat ourselves throughout that process that determines how much suffering we are or are not going to experience, which is amazing. So just wanted to share that with you. The next tip that I would share with you, the next practice that I would love for you to really try and start implementing into your life is acknowledging when this is coming up for you and what it feels like. So there's that concept of name it to tame it. Name it to tame it. I did not come up with this, but naming it to tame it, really what this is looking at is, how can I best describe this? So When we are in a moment where we feel distressed, typically, right, typically 
the part of our brain that is activated is our stress response. So we are then in fight or flight. Maybe we're being really self-critical. We're questioning ourselves. We're going down that rabbit hole. I'm sure that you have been there. I have been there. We're going down that rabbit hole. I want you to ask yourself, like, how clearly are you able to think in that moment? Okay, next question is, how able are you to see solutions? Like, do you see solutions? Do you feel like you're thinking rationally in those moments? I'm assuming that your answer is probably not. And what is happening is the part of our brain that is activated in these moments is our fight or flight response. It's our stress response. So it's the part of our brain that is in charge of keeping us alive. Okay, so what happens is when we name what is happening, wow, I'm noticing that I'm really feeling A, B, or C. You can literally just name the emotion that you're feeling or call out the story that's happening. Call it, when I say call it out, I mean like, right, like you're saying, hey, like this is the story that I'm playing in my head. Name it. And what happens is there's research that has come out that is so incredible that even just by naming an emotion that you're feeling or naming what's happening, labeling it, literally helps soothe and relax that stress response in your brain. So from there, from there, as we name it, we are soothing that part of our brain, our stress response. And then what's able to happen is we're able to reconnect with that part of our brain that is in charge of, you know, conflict resolution, problem solving, creativity, that's able to really be more rational, think about the longer term, see the bigger picture, these amazing processes that we need, but that you genuinely, like physiologically in your body do not have access to when our, stre- when our stress response is activated. And that's just a fact. And there's so much science that's coming out on that and it's so incredible. And this is something that you can practice yourself, that you can teach your kids or people around you. It's so powerful and liberating when we have this information. So naming it, acknowledging when it comes up and what it's feeling like. So just by giving yourself a moment to like, maybe you take three deep breaths and then you acknowledge and you say, wow, I'm really feeling A, B, or C. Wow, I'm telling myself that story again of that I'm not capable or like, what is the story that you're telling yourself and name it. Like, wow, I'm really questioning myself. I'm really doubting myself. I'm telling myself that story again and name it. We're creating space because what we're doing as well is not only are you helping really connect to that part of the brain that's able to think more clearly and creatively and problem solve, but you're also creating space between you and that feeling because so many of us, right, it feels like that feeling is us. It feels like that self-doubt is you, that that is you. That's not you. You are observing that thought. You are observing and experiencing this feeling. That is not you. You are separate from that. So we're able to create a little bit of space between you and that feeling and also soothe the nervous system, soothe your stress response a little bit and activate that part of our brain where we can actually problem solve and maybe, you know, create a more useful, helpful response. And this is something too 
side note that can be used in communication with your partner, with your family and friends. Like this is something that's so, so helpful. Be able to take those deep breaths and acknowledge what you're feeling, what's going on for you, and how can we most appropriately and really in a helpful way acknowledge what's going on and move forward. So step number one, or just my practice number one, was embracing that self-doubt exists and will continue to come up for you. Just embracing that. Like, let's just embrace it, allow it. Number two is name it to tame it, acknowledging when it comes up and what it feels like. And then the last one that I want to share with you is really identifying what your values are and what would it look like for you to be showing up in a way that reflects your values. So what we're doing here with these practices is we are not... We're not trying to get rid of the self-doubt. So instead of, and there's this is something that I love so much about the field that I'm in, is that there's so many different approaches to the same thing. So you could listen to 5 million different podcasts or teachings from people about self-doubt, and all of the approaches could be so different. So the approach that I'm taking in this, and a lot of this is rooted in acceptance and commitment therapy, is instead of, and positive psychology, instead of trying to focus on how can I get rid of the self-doubt, is how can I allow it and acknowledge it and see that it's here and also take action forward? Like, how can we coexist? How can we be friends? And how can I take action forward? And that's what's so helpful about knowing what your values are. And if you have not tuned into your values, identified what those are, head down to the show notes. I created an amazing new tool for you to really do that, to journal this out, to identify what is most important to you. And that was another thing that I kept hearing over and over again is wanting to really focus, either mentally focus or like with your time focus on what actually matters So head down, get that tool. You will love it. It will walk you through this entire process to really help you reconnect and focus with what really matters to you. So with your values, as you're identifying your values, which you'll do in that tool below, or if you you feel like you can do that on your own, go for it. What are your core values? And then what would it look like to take action in relation to your values, like that reflects your values. So say that we have a moment, your self-doubt comes up, you're having these critical thoughts, these doubting thoughts come up, okay? We acknowledge it like, oh wow, okay, I'm having that story come up again of I'm not capable, I'm seeing this story, right? I take a couple deep breaths. Okay, what are my values and what is one thing I can do right now that would reflect one of my values. So if you really value service, this is a huge one with a lot of women that I've talked to. If you really value service or contribution, or um, I guess those are good, service or contribution, if you really value that and you ask yourself that in this moment, right, in this moment that you're having these these doubting thoughts come up, you ask yourself, what are my top values? And if service is one of them, okay, what is one way that I can take a step forward or do something or act in a way that reflects that value right now? So if you're in a space where you're wanting to maybe go live 
create the tool. Um, maybe you're in session with a client or maybe it's after, maybe it's after a session with a client or whatever that is. If service is so important to you, we're going to focus more on how can I serve instead of how do I get rid of the doubt, right? The doubt can be there. That's okay. Sorry, Harper apparently wasn't comfortable and needed to walk around in case you hear her in the background. So what we're doing is we're allowing the self-doubt. We're seeing it. We're acknowledging it and then asking how can I move forward? Because what's happening, I would say even as I'm recording this, right? Like even as I am recording this right now, I may have self-doubting thoughts that come up or question or before I hit record, but service and contribution, contribution is one of my core values. So I'm focusing on how can I contribute and let me just take one step towards doing that today. And the beautiful thing about this approach is that we're not trying to get rid of the self-doubt, but it's more so I see you, I see you, I acknowledge you, I hear you, but I'm actually going to take a step forward and I'm going to act in a way that aligns with my values. And that really is, that has been monumental for me in my life and taking action in my life and in my work and in so many different things is being able to just let it be. Like these thoughts and these, you know, your self-doubt, like it can exist but we're going to focus more on how can I take action? I don't need to feel 100% confident before I take action forwards. I don't, I don't need that. Is forwards a word? I'm questioning it now. Towards. I think I should have said forward. Forward without the S. Let me just pretend that we said that. So we don't need to feel 100% confident before we take action. And that's what's so beautiful about this ACT approach, acceptance and commitment therapy, is saying that, yes, confidence can be a feeling, but it also can be an action, right? You don't, and I think so many of us get paralyzed with this, is that we over-prepare, we over-plan, we do all the research, and it's like you've spent so much time doing that, and yes, that's absolutely necessary. However, I know, especially for myself, I can over-prepare and over-research, and it's like, because I'm secretly hoping that I will feel 100% confident before I do anything. But the really amazing part of this is that we can feel sort of confident or feel at least a little confident, right? Or maybe you even don't feel confident at all in this moment, but you're like, you know what? This matters to me. These are my values, and this is one thing I can do to show up in a way that reflects my values in this moment because this matters to me. And you can take confident action even without feeling confident necessarily. So I hope that these were helpful for you. Let me summarize, and then I will ask you to set an intention and really kind of because I think there's so much information that we receive, and this is even for myself. I try not to just watch a ton of YouTube videos or listen to a ton of podcasts without stopping and asking myself, okay, what's really standing out to me? What's one thing that I really want to actually do or implement instead of just listening and listening and listening to all these amazing personal growth things? So what we talked about is embracing that self-doubt exists and will continue to come up. We talked about how the pain 
times the resistance equals the level of suffering. We talked about acknowledging when these moments come up, acknowledging our stories, naming our feelings, name it to tame it, really acknowledging that. And we talked about acknowledging and naming what are my values and how can I show up in a way that reflects my values in this moment. And another thing you can do with that, and you'll if you download the tool that I have below, it will guide you through this, but really asking yourself, what would it even look like? Just explore what would it look like for me to take action in a way or show up or live in a way that reflects these different values that you've identified. So what would that even look like? That can be really helpful as well. So I really hope that you found this helpful. I think this approach is kind of a little different than a lot of what we hear because a lot of what we hear is talking about how to like change our thoughts and you know things like that but I think I I personally um and now I'm implementing this more into my work I think it's just so liberating to just acknowledge and say I'm gonna feel self-doubt like it's going to happen we're human life like life is human life here is just, you know, can be kind of nuts. So just embracing that and allowing that to liberate you and knowing that you don't need to feel 100% confident before you can take the action or do the thing or take that next step, whatever that is for you. So I hope you found this useful. What I want you to do is I want you to choose and write down somewhere, either on a sheet of paper, on a post-it, or maybe you have your notes in your phone. Obviously, please don't do this if you're driving. But what I want you to do is identify one thing that I shared that you really want to focus on doing this week, that you really want to start practicing more of or integrating more into your daily life. So really choosing one piece. So acknowledge what that is, what stood out to you, what you want that to be, what you're going to focus on and commit to this week. Okay, if you loved this episode, there are a few different ways that you can support the show and I would appreciate it so much. Um, You can head down and there is a support button and you can literally donate, you know, the amount that you spend on a cup of coffee just to support the show. You can also leave a rating and or a review means so much to me. And then also share it with a friend. If you have a friend and you guys have talked about you know, things that came up in this episode, talked about either self-doubt or wanting to feel more confident or taking action in your life, hit that share button, send it to a friend. That would mean so much to me. So those are the ways you can support the show. If you wanted to get that tool, check it out. It is down in the show notes and I will talk to you soon, my friend. Have a beautiful rest of your day.